1: And there's a time machine that's been developed, which who knows if that's going to happen or not in the future. But in the book, there's a time machine that's been developed. And so long story short, he ends up using the time machine to go back in time, And he ends up finding out that Oswald did not kill John F. Kennedy, like we've been told all these years, that there was a conspiracy, that there were, was more than one shooter. He ends up thwarting the assassination or preventing it from happening. And Kennedy survives, doesn't get killed, and the conspiracy gets blown apart. And then, of course, it's, the rest is all fiction about what would have happened had John F. Kennedy lived. And I speculate in the book what happens later on after Kennedy survives. Uh, then the hero goes back in time, to where he came from at the end, and he sees how he changed history completely, that there's no Vietnam War because Kennedy pulls, pulls us out of Vietnam like he was going to. And all sorts of things you know, change you know, because of what he does. So that's, that's pretty much the point of the book. And I portray the conspiracy in the book the way I think it really happened, with fictional characters.
2: Now, uh, now, now, Dan, you've, you've done a lot of research on the JFK assassination. We've talked about it on this program. I know that you've yep. done it on, on similar radio programs across the country and around the world. Um, yep. Kind of delve in here with Jack, and let, let, let's kind of bat it around here for this first segment here on uh, kind of sure. your thoughts on everything. I'll let you have the floor, yeah, my I, friend. I um,
1: um, I've been, i have been saying for... Uh, this is related to JFK, not necessarily related to the assassination, an observation about JFK. I've been saying for the last six, seven months that if JFK were alive today, senator from Massachusetts, and would run for the presidency, he would have no chance. Because the Democratic Party that was in play when JFK was running for president is not the JFK, the party of JFK today, nor is it the party of Lyndon Johnson. The, the Democratic Party really shouldn't be called the Democratic Party anymore. It should be called a liberal or socialist party because they moved way, way, way left of center. And I don't think Kennedy uh, could have been elected even though it was a close election. I don't think he, he could run today because he would not recognize the party that he grew up with as a congressman and a senator. And uh, he wouldn't have been reelected. He wouldn't have been elected, period. Um, therefore, he wouldn't have been assassinated. Uh, but the premise is a wonderful premise because as we were talking in the break, Jim, me as, a, as an author and I write fiction, my my greatest challenge is to write to fiction in such a way as to blur the line between facts and fiction so that yes. the reader isn't sure what they're reading, whether it's facts or whether it's uh, hyperbole on the part of the author. And so I think it's, 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 it's a fascinating story. Um, I would have liked to have the time machine to go back to 1863. I would have <laughs> liked to see what happened to President Abraham Lincoln.
2: Yes. Um,
1: and so, so uh, I think it's a wonderful premise. Um, um, if I might ask you, sir, what have you discovered new since the last time I spoke with you? Anything new and exciting or re- revealing that you think we, our audience needs to know? Are you speaking to me? Yes. Yes, sir, I am. Oh, yes. Jump yeah, in there, yeah. Jack. Uh, actually, you know, actually there is some stuff that's new. Uh, for me, that is. Uh, Robert Grohn, is a close friend of mine who was one of the key assassination conspiracy people in the United States uh, put a book out recently on the 50th anniversary. It was a photo a photo book that he put out with some new photographs that had never been published anywhere in the world before that he got when he was on the committee that investigated the assassination in the 70s. And he showed me some photographs uh, that show what really happened to President Kennedy. They were they're horrific, they are very gruesome to look at, but still the actual photos that were suppressed by the committee and by the Warren Commission, he got a hold of them. I won't tell you how he got them, but he got them and they show what really happened that President Kennedy got hit from the front and the back, just like people have always thought. And so for me, that was new. I mean, the news assistant, I didn't already know that, but it was new from the photographic standpoint. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question about that for real quick on that subject. Why do sure. you think, why do you think when the assassination took place, why government officials and law enforcement had to manage the story? Were they afraid that the American people couldn't deal with the fact that their president had been assassinated, and how close well, it was. That's a good question. Uh, I just finished reading a new a book that came out recently called "It's uh, called A Cruel and Shocking Act," and it's a very good book on the assassination. It was written by a guy from uh, there was a New York Times journalist. He's not a crazy conspiracy; he's a legitimate journalist. And he answered that question in his book. Uh, The reason why he thinks that the the case was covered up in 1964 by the Warren Commission was because Earl Warren basically told other people, and he interviewed these people, a lot of them are still alive today, Uh, a lot of the lawyers are still alive that worked on the commission, and they told this guy in his book that Earl Warren said, you know, if we say there's a conspiracy here, which they they thought there was one possibly, then we're going to have a nuclear war with Russia or Cuba, and we can't have that. So it's not worth it to open up that can of worms. So we're, you know, let's just say it was household, and that's pretty much what they did. So they managed the news, something like uh, what they do today. They managed the news today to to, to fit their fit their agenda. They did, they, um, they did not want to go. They did, they did not want to go down the rabbit trail of conspiracy because they were afraid of where it was going to lead. They were afraid of where it was going to lead. Yes, that's an interesting interesting observation. So that they, the, the truth, in other words, the truth will not set you free that truthful scare the bejesus out Exactly. Well, that (laughs)
2: that seems to be the case. (laughs) We're going to do this. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we're going to keep chatting with author Jack Duffy and our good friend from TheHill.com, Mr. Dan Perkins. We've got more coming up. It's a special hour for iHeartRadio and, of course, our affiliates about the Kennedy assassination. We've got more news and more insight coming up here on the big program back here in the Emo.com. An incredible brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. If you want to get healthy, get lean, keep results for a lifetime, then you need to listen to the Healthy Lean Life podcast. You're going to be hearing from an expert nutritionist. Lisa, Jill, Rudy, her real strategies will help you make small changes, uncomplicate the process, take the right steps to becoming your healthiest you. Go to HealthyLeanLife.com to listen today. HealthyLeanLife.com. Let's talk about one of our great marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Want something awesome for your kids, teenagers, and pets? How about a giant long bed pillow in the shape of a ninja that they can wrestle and play with? Check out the new Kickstarter camp crowdfunding campaign called the Ninja Pillow. This product is a must for promoting active play, imagination, and just cool fun. Everyone needs a Ninja Pillow in their house. Visit ninjapillow.com. And we'll spell it for you. N-I-N-J-A-P-I-L-L-O-W.com. Or search kickstarter.com for Ninja Pillow. And that's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Order your Ninja Pillow today! Pledge to start at just a dollar to support. And awesome Ninja Pillow rewards are available. It's kickstarter.com. Search Ninja Pillow or go to ninjapillow.com. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. If you need some cash, listen up. Are you in a bind? Do you need some quick cash? relax relax loans can get you up to a thousand dollars fast visit relaxloans.com for quick and easy payday loan relax loans accepts most applications and you can use the cash for anything so hurry up and relax with relaxloans.com and tell them you heard about it here on transmedia worldwide
3: Are you looking for an opportunity to earn money, real money, working from home? I want to tell you about a business where you can do just that. Earn $10,000 or more each month this is an automated system customers call for information you just have to plug into the system and return calls it's that simple this is not multi-level marketing this is not a job either this is a business opportunity with incredible income potential this is the opportunity you have been looking for and you can do it all from home. To learn more and start making money, call 551-233-8601. 551-233-8601.
4: And now for our question of the week. Hi, this is ASC automotive professional Pam Oaks, and it's time to take a 60-second break and make you a savvy car consumer. Today, let's reach into our car care for the Clueless Mailbag and answer our listener's question. Ashley from Sterling Heights, Michigan writes, I was checking out at the grocery store and my boyfriend said not to put my keys on the counter. He said it would ruin my car keys. I've never heard of this. Ashley, yes, and it happens every day. Not so much at the grocery store, but retail establishments that have magnetic security systems that deactivate the alarm attached to an expensive item. You've seen it. The clerk runs the purchased object across the counter to deactivate the security feature. Sometimes this electromagnetic device can deactivate the security components located inside your key. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer.
2: The Jeep Jaguar Radio Program is back on the network. Author Jack Duffy is with us today. Also, the fantastic Dan Perkins from the Hill.com talking about the kennedy assassination today at 18 minutes after the hour thanks for joining us here on the world famous Chicky chick bar radio program now i want to focus this segment jack and and i know dan's got some questions for you on this as well i want to focus this segment on with with your book um, how would it how would if kennedy would have uh, remained alive all these all these various factors kind of uh, kind of look into the crystal ball and kind of give us what what would the country look like today and and also a, a opposed to uh, what would have happened back then uh, and and kind of give us some facts and figures here and then I'll let Dan jump in with some questions
1: um, well, we we wanted we I, I I want to do that but we we had a conversation to the break that I we need to finish where we were at the Okay, time. go ahead.
2: Jump in there. We'll, go ahead and jump in say, there. And then we'll jump in there. Yes, go.
1: What we were talking about is in writing, in, in separating facts from fiction.
2: Yes, and, yes.
1: And whether or, not, whether or not the American people could ex- accept the reality of being told that there was, in fact, a conspiracy. And I, I said to our guest, I have a personal experience. When I was writing the first book of my trilogy... Uh, I, it's a, which as you know Jim is a story about a nuclear terrorist attack against the United States Yes. I decided I needed to figure out where in Iran there would be a place for a nuclear facility and so in my analytical brain I said well I think it needs to have an airfield and a big lake it needs water for nuclear so I did a Google map, satellite map image from north to south and east to west in the entire country of Iran And I found a town that has a large airstrip and a large body of water. When I went back the second night, and every night since then, it disappeared.
2: Holy smokes.
1: And so I was saying to our guest, you know, I can understand that there are people that we should be concerned about who don't want us to know the truth but I'm saying to myself that I stumble across an Iranian nuclear site in my analytical <laughs> approach. <laughs> You're and, in your and, research. And I've, I've, never been able to, I've never been on any computer. I have never been able to find it again. But point is that there are people out there who are trying to manipulate and control information that uh, is not allowing us to get everything we need to know. And we were talking about this very same thing as it relates to the Kennedy assassination, that the Warren Commission... Earl warren didn't feel that the american people as as he said could handle the the idea that there's a possibility of a a conspiracy here that might involve that might involve the cuban and or the russian government
2: yeah and so
1: um we talked about that and 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 here it is many many years later i'm writing about uh, nuclear terrorism and all of a sudden One of my sites disappears and never to be found again. Holy smokes. I can only conclude that somebody in the government decided they didn't want me to see that ever again. Yes. But it shows the input of of what the government's trying to do. And I believe that, that in your story, there are a lot of people besides Earl Warren who probably didn't want any of the real detail of the Kennedy assassination to ever come out. Yes. you believe that? True. I, I totally agree with that. Yes, I and, agree with that. And for the same reason, that they, they don't think that the American people can stand the truth? Yes, that's that's correct. Uh, I think if the truth came out now, the country would be shocked. If it really did come out, he really killed the president. That's why I don't think it's going to come out anytime soon, if ever. But in your time machine, 2063, it comes out. See, yeah, you, well, my book you, got, Go ahead. I just wanted to ask you, do you, do you believe, as, a, as an author and a researcher, do you believe that maybe not in your lifetime, but at some point in time, the real story will surface? Well, they're supposed to release the rest of the documents that have been locked up since 1964 in about three or four years. Uh, these are CIA documents that are still being held back on the assassination. What that's going to show, I don't know. I, I don't think there's going to be a smoking gun. I don't think we're going to find out anything new. Uh, that's just my opinion. I'd be shocked if we did. Uh, I think the truth has been so buried uh, and so obscavated by, you know, destroying evidence, hiding evidence that I don't know if we're ever going to know the whole real story about what really happened. And that's what the sad part about all this is. Yeah. Let me, if I might, ask you a question. That that, that I've been—it's been rolling around in my brain since we started this discussion. Your your premise is that it's 2063, 2163, or and and. And we have a time machine that goes back and, and figures out what's going on. Right. If Kennedy, if, in your opinion, as a man who's researched him as a person, and probably as a politician and as president, if he had not been assassinated, one, do you think he would have been reelected president? And how would the country be different than it is today? Uh, my personal opinion is that he would have been reelected overwhelmingly against Goldwater if he'd lived. Uh, that's part of the reason why he was killed, because the people that killed him knew that was going to happen if they didn't kill him. Number two, they knew that he was going to pull us out of South Vietnam, which he already had signed a document. I don't know if it's a couple weeks before he was killed in Dallas, he had signed a document saying he was going to start a gradual pullout of advisors and ground troops from South Vietnam starting in 1964. So if, that, if he did carry that out, which he said he was going to in the military and the CIA, he didn't want us to pull out of Vietnam, had a good reason to get rid of him, because what Johnson did right after Kennedy was killed, Johnson reversed that order within days of the assassination and said, now we're going to escalate into Vietnam. He did the exact opposite. Right.
0: So, right. So that's
1: why this whole thing was set up by the CIA and, and along with the mob. The mob had a vested interest in getting rid of both Kennedys. Uh, they hated Bobby Kennedy because he was going after them as Attorney General. Uh, the mob felt double-crossed because... Uh, Joseph Kennedy, the president's father, had made a deal with Sam Giancana to carry the city of Chicago in the election for his son JFK make sure JFK got elected, which that, that's what happened. Illinois went to JFK because the mob switched it. I mean, that's been documented. The mob carried Chicago for JFK, and that's what swung the election. And then Bobby turns around and goes after the mob. And, you know, I'm not an expert on the mob, but I know that if you turn on the mob, they, they kill you sometimes when you double-cross them. <laughs> yes, <it>. uh-huh. yes.
2: <laughs> yes, not. they do. <laughs>
1: so, so how would the country have been Okay, so he, he would have taken us out of Vietnam. But what else that's my What else would have changed under well, a... Well, I, I think civil rights would have happened under Kennedy just like it did under Johnson eventually. I think he would have passed a civil rights act just like LBJ did. Aside from that, I, I don't know how much more different it would have been. I mean, the biggest difference obviously is the Vietnam War. That's a huge difference because we wouldn't have had 58,000 men killed in Vietnam if Kennedy lived. So that's, that's the main difference, I can think, if it would have you know, been a different scenario. But, but, well, let me, I'm, I'm, as you know I'm an author, you may not know that I'm also a registered advisor, and I manage money for people. And so analytics is very important to me. I also have a foundation that works with uh, wounded soldiers and, and veterans. Let me give you a statistic. Every 85 minutes, an American soldier commits suicide. If it continues at this rate, at the year 2020... More American soldiers will have committed suicide on American soil than died in the entire Vietnam War. Well, I'm, I'm sure that's correct. That's so, oh, I know it is, and 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 it it, it is a, uh, I'm fascinated. So, I'm not. I, I I don't want to put words in your mouth. I just want to verify. Are you saying that you believe it was the CIA? and the military who went after Kennedy because they believed he was going to issue an order to withdraw from Vietnam. I'm asking no, you specifically, are you implicating okay. the Department of Defense no, 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 in not. this concern? No, uh, no, no. My theory is, and it's, really, it's backed by a lot of hard evidence, we probably don't have enough time on this show to go into all this, but I, I'll go into it, there's, there's hard evidence that people connected with the CIA were connected to Oswald, and I'll go into more detail. But he, he was seen with people in the CIA before all this took place. Number one. Number two, he was sent over to Russia by the CIA because documents just came out recently in a new book that proves that. But he was sent by our government over to spy on the Soviets, pretending to be a defector. They had a false defector program. Oliver Stone talked about this in a documentary where we were sending. Uh, young men, uh, poor young men over to Russia in the early 60s to pretend that they wanted to be a communist because they pretend to hate the United States and Oswald was part of that program. That just came out recently. Uh, so if Oswald was a spy, which he was, over over from the CIA, then there's a connection right there with the CIA. And that book I just referenced to you, the author of that book found out that the CIA had destroyed documents on Oswald weeks before the assassination. They destroyed more evidence right after the assassination all about Oswald. So there's definitely a connection with the CIA. They can't, they can't deny that anymore. Now what it was, we okay. don't know for sure, now, the mob obviously had an vested interest, I think they were involved in the assassination because Jack Ruby is connected to the mob, there's no doubt about that. He was definitely a mobster mm-hmm. working on the payroll. He goes and kills Oswald. That wasn't a coincidence. That wasn't an accident. That was a planned assassination to get rid of Lee Harvey Oswald because they knew if Oswald lived and went to trial, the whole thing was going to fall apart. They had to get rid of Oswald. That was part of the plot. So that's why the mob involved in, because they helped kill Oswald, I and mean, they helped kill Kennedy, too, in my opinion. And also, the anti castro Cubans had to have been involved in, because Sil- Sylvia Odio, who is a key witness in this thing, she's still alive today in Dallas, she's testified in front of three committees, the Warren Commission, the House Committee, and another committee all about, she testified for Jim Garrison in his trial in New Orleans, she's told the same story for 50 years, she said that three men showed up at her apartment in late September 63 in Dallas. Two men were Cuban. The one was an American. Her sister backed her up on this. She took a polygraph and passed it. Uh, so I know I believe she's telling the truth. She said that two Cubans showed up unannounced at her door that she had never met before. They introduced themselves to her, and they introduced the American as Leon, not Leon Oswald. She got a good look at the character named Oswald, and she looked at his face, got a good look at all of them. And she said it was Lee Harvey Oswald that was with those men. These were anti-kill Cubans that were at her doorstep talking about kill One of them called her the next day and said, "What do you think about Oswald?" And he started talking about Oswald to her. And then he said, "We ought to kill Kennedy or Oswald. We ought to kill Kennedy because he's a, you
0: know,
1: he's a, a lousy president, and you know, the Cubans don't have any guts, that type of thing." So that's definitely, that—that's the one key that proves a conspiracy. Not saying more than anything else. But still the other story is the key to the whole thing because if she's telling the truth, the Oswald's definitely mixed up with people who are planning on killing the president. Um, we are. We are coming up on 52 years since the assassination, 52, 53 years since the assassination. And I, I, I have to ask you this story, this question. Um, you, you said earlier in the broadcast that, that Warren didn't feel like the American people wanted to go where this, this could have led, so they couldn't take him to that, whatever that right. was. Well, there's but an exact that, and, quote and, and, and so what, what happened was the, the, the commissions and the committees and everything else, these are my words, not your words, they basically misled or lied to the American people. That's right. Now, now here we are, 52 years later, the President of the United States lies to the American people on health care. You, if you, you like your plan, you can keep your plan. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Then he lied on the on the nuclear treaty with Iran when he said we'll have twenty four seven surveillance on all the on everything and now we find out it's not true. Why do Democrats and probably Republicans, why do public officials feel compelled to not tell the truth to the American people? a good question. I wish I could tell you the answer to it. I, I mean, I guess they think that they're doing us a favor by lying to us. I don't know. I mean, Nixon lied lot about Watergate, I mean, <laughs> you know, it goes all the way back. So, I, mean, I mean, I don't understand why people lie. That's a good question. I mean, they have ulterior motives, I guess.
2: We're going to do this. We're, uh, we, we need to take a break. It's 31 minutes after the hour. When we come back, we're going to keep chatting and we're going to try to pull Don Mazzella in here on Skype. We've got more coming up with author Jack Duffy and from the hill.com Mr. Dan Perkins, we got more coming up. An incredible brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. If you want to get healthy, get lean, keep results for a lifetime, then you need to listen to the Healthy Lean Life podcast. You're going to be hearing from an expert nutritionist. Lisa, Jill, Rudy, her real strategies will help you make small changes, uncomplicate the process, take the right steps to becoming your healthiest you. Go to HealthyLeanLife.com to listen today. HealthyLeanLife.com. Pod. If you need some cash, listen up. Are you in a bind? Do you need some quick cash? Relax. Relax Loans can get you up to $1,000 fast. Visit RelaxLoans.com for quick and easy payday loan. Relax Loans accepts most applications, and you can use the cash for anything. So hurry up and relax with
4: RelaxLoans.com. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. You and your vehicle need to breathe. Hi, this is ASC Automotive Professional Pam Oaks. It's time to take a 60 second break and make you a savvy car consumer. Your vehicle has two very important filters that allow not only the engine to breathe, but help you breathe as well. Of course the engine has an air filter. It's been there for decades. The engine air filter keeps harmful debris from entering the engine intake where the air is introduced into the combustion process. A couple of decades ago, engineers introduced a concept of a thinner air filter but designed for the passenger. The cabin air filter. This filter traps debris along with mold and mildew spores before the air enters the passenger compartment. Both elements need to be inspected every oil change and replaced when dirty. Both the engine and the consumer need to breathe clean air to work properly. Lesson Learned Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer.
1: It's Jiggy Jaguar.
2: And I think we have Don Mazzella on the Skype. (laughs) I hope. Finally, finally, there we finally. Are. There we are. We've got Don Mazzella with us today. We've also got Dan Perkins uh, from TheHill.com and Jack Duffy. And of course, uh, let, let's give everybody a little bit of information, a little bit of history. If you've just joined us or, or you're joining us late, let's talk to you a little bit about uh, Jack Duffy. He has uh, 40 years of research on the JFK murder. Jack has interviewed many key witnesses and doctors who treated JFK. Mr. Duffy is one of the Largest private book collections on the assassination. His thrilling new book, *The Man from 2063*, based on Jack's many years of research of the assassination, is basically uh, Jack. Your, your 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 whole surmising is what if someone had a time machine, went back, stopped the assassination, and now. Uh, the president is doesn't get assassinated um, with that in mind um Don I know that you've done a lot of research in the JFK situation I know you've got some questions for Jack I'm gonna let you jump in there and then I know Dan's got some stuff and let's bat it around here my friends so go ahead and jump in there Don well
5: for, for one thing uh, for one thing i I would just love to uh, Uh, um, ask him, uh, I guess the main question is, we've had, you know, stories like that. What do you think would be the uh, main uh, change if JFK had not been assassinated?
1: Well, like I said earlier, the biggest change would be the Vietnam War, in my opinion, because I don't think there would have been a Vietnam War had he lived. He was going to pull us out of there. He would already signed a document. He had told Kenny O'Donnell and... Dave Powers too close to see that he was going to start pulling all of our troops and ground forces out of South Vietnam in 1964. So they have even testified that uh, that he told them that. So that's what I think the biggest change would have been, and that's why he was killed, in my opinion. That was part of the reason why he was killed because he was going to pull us out of Vietnam, and the military-industrial complex and the CIA didn't want that to happen. Uh, that's big business. You know, war is big business for the defense industry. They were scared that if we did that, then South Vietnam was going to go communist, uh, Laos would go communist, all that was going to be the domino effect. Kennedy didn't see it that way because he, he, he knew a ground war was going to be hopeless winning a ground war and it turned out it was hopeless because we didn't win it. Uh, we just lost a lot of men for nothing. So that's the biggest thing I think that was indifferent. But I want to get back to the assassination about some of the hard evidence that points to a conspiracy to what we have now. Yes. Go go uh, Jim. What, what, go ahead. Here's the things that he, he wants to
2: cover. Okay. The yeah, go ahead. to talk about the quotes yep. of Earl Warren. Okay. He wants he to talk
1: important. about oswald marksmanship and, and then the right. autopsy document.
2: okay uh, those are the
1: three things uh, right there was a quote from earl warren that uh, has been trying They try to spin it both ways the people who believe there's one government and the conspiracy because can try to interpret it either way but warren according to this, the book i already knew about the quote but, uh part of the quote the debate of anthony summers book called not in your lifetime uh warren was asked after the Warren commission finished their investigation if the entire record of the Warren commission would be made public someday to all americans and he told the media, "Not in your lifetime. Most of it will not be released in your lifetime." And they said, "Why not?" He said, "Because there's, there's a lot of things involving national security that probably will never be released." And that was an exact quote. Now, what did he mean by that? Who knows? But obviously, he knew something that he didn't want the American people to know about in their lifetime.
5: Do you believe issue? Do you believe there's one or two uh, uh, gunmen?
1: I think there had to be at least gunmen, two from the rear and one on the grassy scene to the right front of the car. Uh, I don't think any. I don't think any of the gunmen were Oswald. I don't think Oswald fired any shots. We can get to that if you have time to do that. Well, i believe that? We oh, yeah to back that
5: up. Yeah. You know, I was part of the NBC team that reconstructed the shooting. We went down uh, to a, a shooting range in New Jersey, and for two months. Part part of that team was reconstructing it, and even I could get off the three shots within the time span required. Um, I mean, why why do you think there has to be three?
1: Well, because, number one, I don't think Oswald was that good of a shot. Uh, All of the Marines that they interviewed uh, that that saw him shoot in the Marine Corps said he was a horrible shot. They saw him shoot. Uh, he couldn't even hit stationary targets. They, they told the War Commission he, he could not even hit, hit stationary targets, which like a moving target like Kennedy's limousine. Uh, Carlos Hatcock, who was the top Marine sniper in the world, he's dead now, but he was the top sniper, period, in the entire country, he tried to recreate at Quantico what Oswald did with the same kind of weapon, same distance, same height, at a moving target. He could not even do it. He, he said he couldn't do it. So if he can't do it, what makes you think a guy like Oswald's going to do it? Yet,
5: yet, I saw, yet I saw three marksmen. Do it. Uh, in my yeah. time at NBC, I saw three marksmen do it with well, the they, same gun. Were they, were they shooting at a moving target. A moving target, yes. And don't forget, he shot Tippett, a moving target, and and hit him square in, in the middle of the chest. Well, and that's ready, the part. They didn't. Uh,
1: they didn't did, did use all They did not use the weapon that was found on the sixth floor. I guarantee they didn't do that because only one person ever fired that weapon. And that was Robert Frazier and he couldn't do it with Oswald's weapon. Shitting an elbow now that doesn't mean the same thing as shooting the exact weapon that Oswald did. His was a horrible weapon. So
5: well, the, we, monster, the trigger was bad,
1: the bolt was hard to operate. I am not about the actual weapon, but they're saying did the crime. So that, that's a whole different story. Nobody's done that.
5: You, uh, you know, I've heard a great many uh, conspiracy people, and part of three, but, can you, but what no one's ever done is put three people in the same room who did it. Who do you think are the other two gunmen, and where did they disappear to?
1: Well, they they, they probably got killed. That's what the mob does. They don't let their hitmen walk around and talk about something They get rid of them. The CIA gets rid of people, too. Are you aware of all the people that died uh, very mysteriously? Or very, are you aware of the 75-plus or 100 people that died over, like, 10 years that were all related to this, and they didn't die of natural causes? you Aware
5: of that, I'm very much aware of that. Okay, you know what the, uh, but you, know what, the, but you I, know what the odds are? You know, what, you know what the odds are? The studies in there, you know what the odds are of that
1: happening? According to mathematicians who've studied this, over a trillion to one that all these people died without any foul play being involved. That's, that's not a good odds. I wouldn't want to take those odds to Las Vegas.
5: Well, um, if you look actuarially, um, if you look actuarially at the ages of all of those people, as someone has done. About uh, 20 years ago, I'm trying to remember his name offhand, uh, it seems reasonable. I mean, most of the people we're talking about were, were not young people. They were in their 40s and 50s, uh, and in some cases, 60s, that you're referring to. Causes. They didn't have natural causes either. I'm all sorry? All died violent death. They all died violently, either suicide,
4: homicide, or by accident. Not, not one of them died a natural death.
5: Well, I, uh, I, I beg to disagree, but we're, we're talking about little things. But you're saying everybody died an accidental or non-natural death. Uh, Ruby died of cancer. I mean, uh, and he had a chance to, to really open up, but he never did. I'm not talking about other witnesses. I'm not talking about Ruby. Well, I understand that. You're talking about some of the other people involved. Uh, I just, over the years... Uh, I've talked to a lot of these authors, I mean, the first one was Mark Lane, uh, who made a fortune off of this, and now we have, 50 odd years later, we're we're still talking about, Um, I I just question, can you put anybody in the room, I ask the simple question all the time, can you put any of the conspirators, the mob, uh, the Chinese, the communists, anybody in the room, together? Do you have a single documented case of people being together? Garrison tried it down. Can you
1: put Oswald on the sixth floor with the robber's hand? No, you can't. Nobody can. uh, Prove Prove to me that Oswald did it. Where's your proof? It's all circumstantial. There's no proof that he killed Kennedy. It's all circumstantial evidence. I'm a trial lawyer. I know what circumstantial evidence is. It's very weak.
5: Well, I just feel strongly that that no one's ever come forward in all of these years or 50 odd years and come up and said it was definitely this person and here's the proof and we could have a conspiracy theories uh, so the cows come home but there's no proof that's what I am and Oswald you know you say he can't he couldn't have shot. Other people have proven, I've even shot a rifle with, and, and that's to me the main reason I, I even talk about it is, I've shot a, a similar rifle in that uh, time span, didn't get close to the target, but I've seen other people do it. The gun that was used, and you'd say the, the marksman, the Marine marksman, yet if you read the the, uh, 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 the Warren report. That they tried it, and they succeeded. Uh, that's where yeah. I, I I find the disconnect.
1: Well, you're wrong. Robert, Robert Frazier testified that he couldn't do it. And he was the FBI's top expert, and he used Oswald's weapon. He said he couldn't do it.
5: He because just, he couldn't do it doesn't mean it couldn't be done their, when other top, people could top, do he's it. Their top, he's, their, he's their top marksman.
1: He's the top FBI marksman. He is the actual Oswald rifle, and he couldn't do it.
5: Well, um, I, again, I'll take your word that that's what he testified, but no none of, every marksman that I read in the, in the Warren Commission report, and I still, by the way, have it in my cellar, uh, they, they seem to say, yes, it could be done. And, and they could not find any evidence of another shooter on the mall, behind, and front. Oh, oh
1: there's no evidence of a shooter on the grass,
5: you know? Right. Or wherever you want to put the shooter. I mean, what about 54? What, what, what about 54 eyewitnesses, many of whom I've interviewed, who were standing there who saw and heard a shotgun from the grass field? So that's no evidence. Well, uh, oh, uh, pardon, pardon, all wrong. pardon me. All wrong. Pardon. Pardon all me, wrong. but saw what are all witnesses wrong. are never reliable, and, and uh, 54 it, 54 I think it's extremely 54 suggestive. 54 none of reliable. them came forward during the, none of them turned, if you look at the Zagruder uh, uh, the film, people? none of them turned, because the natural thing to do when a shot is fired is turn towards it. But if you look behind it, uh, on the film, uh, none of them turned towards the shot. That's what what always stops.
1: They were facing the fence when it happened. Did you interview these people? Have you ever interviewed any of them? I have. I've
5: (laughs) met them in person. You read them years later after they've been inundated with this conspiracy theater and say, Oh, I'm there. Oh, and I I thought I heard the the shot. They're still alive. I've interviewed
1: them. You haven't, apparently.
5: No, I haven't. I, I interviewed uh, witnesses at the time of the shooting in Dallas. Well, I was part of the, uh, the NBC crew and went and talked to people who claimed that they were on the Knoll. Uh, we, we interviewed them on Saturday night. We were interviewing them on Sunday when Oswald was shot. We interviewed them uh, late into, uh, into Sunday, and then we took a plane to Washington for the funeral. And all of that film, and all of that film, and all of that interviews, and these were done by uh, John Chancellor and uh, uh, Russ Tornobin, um, uh, a very seasoned newspaper reporter. None of them said anything about a f- shot fired on a knoll. Okay, but so years later, done. all of a sudden, everybody heard a shot. That's what always bothered me about it.
1: Did you did you interview Robert McClellan, Dr. Robert McClellan, or Dr.
5: Charles Crenshaw, or any of the other doctors in doubt, Did you interview any of them? I have. I uh, I, I don't have. I, I'm. I don't have my uh, those notes in front of me. I don't even know if I still have them. All I remember is when when we no one was talking about a second shot. The police were doing an investigation. The police had cordoned off all of the people around it because originally they thought it came from the null. Uh, and they kept talking to people. Did you hear the shot? Did you hear the shot? No. Am I going to get to talk
1: at all, or is this going to be just a one-sided debate? Because I need to talk, too, if I'm going to do this.
2: Go ahead. Jump in there, Jack. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Well, I can't because he won't let me talk. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I've talked to several of the doctors personally, and they're friends of mine personally that are here in Dallas. Uh, they were shown autopsy photos that were taken out of the autopsy that were suppressed of Kennedy's head wound. They looked at the. Pictures. They said that's exactly the way Kennedy's head looked in Parkland Hospital. I don't know if you've seen these photos, but the back of Kennedy's head is completely blown out by a bullet that came in from the right front. Now, if that isn't hard evidence, I don't know what is. Now, the doctors looked at Kennedy's head that were in Dallas. They saw his wound. when Dr. Robert McConnell stood over Kennedy for 30 minutes to talk to Dr. Robinson. He's a friend of mine. He's still alive. There's like four doctors still alive right now in Dallas. The rest of them are dead. But I've seen interviews with all of them. And every doctor in Dallas said that the shot that killed Kennedy came from the front, not from the rear. Now, how do you explain that when you have surgeons in Dallas saying that the shot that killed
5: him came from the front? How do you explain that? There's no conspiracy. What's your explanation for that? I can't explain it. I can only go by the autopsy report that uh, uh, is the official report. And I I haven't seen the x-rays, so I, I can't argue with you. But these people say it's from the front. If you look at the Zagruder uh, uh, film, uh, it looks as if it came from the back. It looks exactly like I've, I've seen other people die when they got hit from the back. Uh, it, it had snapped forward. It snapped back and then snapped forward. I don't know. All, all I can go by are experts. I haven't taken the time you have. I'm just... Uh,
1: are you familiar with Bobby uh, Hargis, the police officer who was riding to the left and rear of
5: Kennedy's motorcade when he got hit in the head? Are you familiar with him? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I apologize. Are
1: you familiar with Officer Bobby Hargis? He was the Dallas police officer who was riding to the left and rear of Kennedy's limousine when he got shot in the head. Are you familiar with who, who he is? Obviously not, I guess. Well, no,
5: um, I'm, uh, I'm not hearing you. I apologize, okay. Mr. Duffy, well, well, but okay. I'll, I'll shut up. I'll shut up and let uh, Dan. Dan, Dan go ahead.
2: Uh, Dan, go ahead and jump in there, my friend. We haven't heard from you in a while. Go ahead and jump in there, Dan. Well, I just wanted
1: I took the first uh, segment or two, and Don couldn't get in. Um, I, you know... Having, having written, as, as we talked at the break, having written uh, fiction, but making fiction more real and, uh, and more devastating to the reader... Or entertaining to the reader by bringing in the reality. Uh, I am I am absolutely fascinated that fifty two some fifty two years later we can still have the kind of aggravated exchange that took place just a few moments ago between Don and your guest, and and I think it, it I think it's, it's proof to me that there are people who have very strong opinions, 52 years later, some based on fact, and some based on their hearts. And I think that uh, I'll always go to the guy who did the research, because the research is what helps us understand what the reality is. I do believe that there are government people, not just the, the, the Kennedy assassination, But in general, for many, many decades, there have been people in the government, elected and non-elected officials, who have basically been managing the news and managing the information that we're getting by not telling us the whole truth. They've been lying to us, and they've not been giving us all the information. And when we have to dig it out, a a fact at a time, out of a hole in the ground, um, it, it creates even more uncertainty about the rest of the information that's been been put forth. And it just seems to me that that as we said, you weren't there, Don, but I said, you know, the people lied about this situation because they didn't believe that the people could handle it. And 53 years later, the president lies about health care. which well, you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Because they didn't want to tell the American public the truth, because they didn't think they could handle it. Well, I I think the American people are always much better off. Yes. With people who've done research like what you're talking about, sir, to help bring out as much factual detail as possible. Applause you on your on your work and your and your tenacity and your commitment to a story for the better part of a lifetime. Um, I think it's a wonderful story. I think it's a fascinating story. I love the time machine
2: aspect. I think it's yes. extremely creative, yes. and I think you've done a wonderful job. I, I, think, I think the time machine aspect is what sells the book. Uh, Jack Duffy with us today is our guest on our panel today. With Don Mazella and Dan Perkins. Uh, Don joining us on Skype today. Um, Don, do, do you have any uh, have any more questions for Jack Duffy? While we've uh, while we've got him on the phone, we've got about ten minutes left to go, and I kind of want to work everybody back in. So, so, Don, do you have anything?
5: Well, thank you. I I, I want to say uh, uh, I appreciate what Dan said, but. but but can you hear me yes but I I will say this knowing the people and working with the people at NBC News uh, at that time we were not under any government constraint we were not a part of a a grand conspiracy we were not anything but but simple hard-working newsmen and women trying to find the facts and 52 yes 52 years later uh, we're arguing. We're sitting here arguing. But why is it not possible that it was that it was simply one lone gunman disaffected, as we just saw a couple of days ago with this uh, young man with the f- uh, five Marines who simply got lucky in terms of the shooting and and uh, did a, uh, uh, an act that. Uh, Will make him historically uh, uh, famous, and and why can't we not it, it, say it's a simple fact? You, you, yeah, you compile things on people's memories tend to change as uh, as time goes on. Uh, Mr. Duffy has probably done, uh, uh, as he said, devoted most of his life to it, but but I strongly believe because again I was there I know what was going on then with uh, uh, with how we were doing things what we were trying to find out in the crazy confusing moments uh, after a president was de- was shot but well, and in the months afterwards everybody tried to dig everybody um, uh, we had gangsters in Chicago we had uh, Cuban people we had Russians, we had everybody but in the, in the end, no one that right then and there could come up with uh again a conspiracy, and I don't believe it's conspiracy of government or a conspiracy of uh uh um uh, uh, communist, or, or the gang or anybody or, or believe me if the, the the mob was so infiltrated at that time by the FBI that if, if the mob had been involved they would have found it out so uh, I'm sorry it's a simple thing and uh, Mr. Are Duffy
1: are you aware that Sam Giacone okay I'm finished I'm sorry okay are you finished
5: Sam Giacone
1: are you aware that Sam Giancana, the boss of Chicago, and Johnny Roselli, who was connected with the mob in Miami, were both murdered by the mob within weeks of being brought to Washington to testify about what they knew about the Kennedy assassination? They just happened to get murdered conveniently before they could get to be brought to Washington. Now, that's just a coincidence. Don't you imagine that was probably just just a pure coincidence? They both got murdered by the mob. You think there might be something to that, or do you think it was just a coincidence? Did
5: you go? Oh. No, well, Sandy O'Connor yeah, uh, San did a lot of other stupid things that got him murdered. Uh, yeah, well, uh, he he did, law did law some stupid things, things that got him murdered. Okay. Okay. Not the least of which was going with Dorothy McGuire and then spilling his secrets to her uh, okay. uh, into the bed.
1: Were you aware that they were being brought to Washington by the government? The government had subpoenaed and was in the process of bringing them to Washington. They just both happened to get murdered before they could be brought to Washington. That had nothing to do with the Kennedy case, right? It was just a coincidence, right? Is that your opinion? No,
5: That's I heard fact. it. That's a fact. They got murdered before they could be brought uh, to Washington. That's a fact, okay? Uh, again, yeah. ma- mainly because he spilled too many secrets to Dorothy McGuire, so, uh, yes, so one of the McGuire's. They were just killed because They just I, I don't know, know if I'm talking or if I'm getting through, but you're right. He was murdered, it's, and the other mob hurt Just another strange death,
1: just another coincidence of somebody just got killed accidentally, you know. The mob just happened to kill him just for the heck of it. That's a big coincidence, right? Let me, because I know we're almost at Just want to jump in and make one observation.
2: Jump in there, Dan. Uh, um,
1: Don made the comparison of the guy. the the Muslim who shot the four Marines in Chattanooga and I I mean no disrespect to those four, four soldiers that were shot but there's a hell of a lot of difference between four Marines shot by a Muslim in Chattanooga Tennessee and the President of the United States being assassinated by whoever it carries a different weight, a different concern and people will always ask questions when the news has been managed, when the media has, when the government is saying they're controlling the information by not being truthful to the American people, you will always then forever after, we will have people like Mr. Duffy who are asking questions, who are researching, who are spending time to try and uncover the facts that the government is not willing to give to the people. And I, I'm concerned that that's,
2: that, that hasn't
5: changed that we still Dan changed. you you it's don't understand that. the difference
2: pardon me Don Don says okay. you don't understand the difference don but Dan, jump in the,
5: there. the thing you don't uh, you don't remember is that the competition between
1: I remember. Let me. Let me
5: uh, let well, the competition then, between NBC and CBS then. Believe me, there was no conspiracy. We, it was a difference. They were fighting each other. We were fighting each other for every scrap of information about that. Yeah, if, if there if had been a conspiracy, most, believe my, me, my, it would have come out vivid, then.
1: My most vivid memory of the American television news media. During that time, and I think the reporter's name was Frank Blair, he worked for ABC News, and he said on the air, will somebody get the damn story right? People were projecting and, and, and saying all kinds of stuff with no factual evidence to support it, and he finally said, get the story right. And we, we, are, we have been spending the last 53 years Try and get the story right. And Mr. Duffy, God bless you for spending the time and energy and, I'm sure, resources to try and get the story right. And maybe someday we will know the truth about the Kennedy assassination. Well, well I'd just like to make one observation to my uh, guest who doesn't believe there's a conspiracy. He says there's not any real evidence of it. The Sylvia Odio story that I just told you about it has not been discredited by anybody. If that isn't proof of a possible conspiracy, then, then nothing else is. I mean, even the, even the House committee was concerned about that. They tried to hunt those men down, but she said she meant they couldn't find them. They, she passed the polygraph. Her sister backed her up, and she was in the apartment and saw the man. So, we know this is not fabricated. You know, you, can't, you just can't dismiss that as a coincidence. And you know, what Lee Harvey Oswald was doing with these two radical anti Catholic Cubans right before the assassination? How do you explain that if there's no, no sinister implication there? There's just no way to, there's no way that's an explanation for that. i agree thank you so much for your time your effort and your energy and your commitment to a a story that will be around for the rest of our lives yes i enjoyed being on with you yes
2: i enjoyed the conversation with all three of us jack duffy has been our guest today uh jack before we let you go how do we find you online my friend
1: uh, well, I have, a, my, I have my website for my law practice. It's jackduffyattorney.com. And I have a website for my book. It's themanfrom2063.com. Those are the two best ways.
2: Okay. Don, how, how do we find you, my friend? Hopefully Don can hear me.
5: <laughs> DonMazzella.com or smallbusinessdigestmag.com.
2: And Dan, uh, your articles are available at the Hill. Did you hear me? Yes. Are, are you hearing me? I got you. I got you, Don. Yes. <laughs> I got you, my friend. Yes, the articles at thehill.com under contributors,
1: Dan Perkins. My book book website is danperkins.guru, and the foundation for the soldiers is songs and stories for soldiers. Mr. Duffy, again, thank you for spending the time and educating yes. me today. Yes. I, I enjoyed
2: it. I appreciate I'd it. Like to, um, Yes, I'd like to come Jack. back.
1: I'd like to come back some t- can you hear me? Yes, I'd like to come back on the air and talk more about the real, the, all the evidence that points to a conspiracy because I just barely touched the surface here, and there's so much other stuff I wanted to talk about. We just don't have time, but definitely, it, it's
2: definitely, we will, we will have you back and do this again. And uh, gentlemen, I appreciate you being with us. And Don and Dan, we will talk to you next week. And Jack, I will be in touch on the on email, and we'll get you back on, and we'll do this again. Right, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Donald Mazzella Bye. with us today. Of course, uh, Dan Perkins and the fantastic Jack Duffy. We're going to take a time out. come back. We've got more.
3: Are you looking for an opportunity to earn money, real money, working from home? I want to tell you about a business where you can do just that. Earn $10,000 or more each month this is an automated system customers call for information you just have to plug into the system and return calls it's that simple this is not multi-level marketing this is not a job either this is a business opportunity with incredible income potential this is the opportunity you have been looking for and you can do it all From home. To learn more and start making money, call 551 233 8601. 551 233 8601.
2: An incredible brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. If you want to get healthy, get lean, keep results for a lifetime, then you need to listen to the Healthy Lean Life podcast. You're going to be hearing from an expert nutritionist, Lisa, Jill, Rudy. Her real strategies will help you make small changes, uncomplicate the process, take the right steps to becoming your healthiest you. Go to HealthyLeanLife.com to listen today.